you will make it. Your kids will make it. My oldest licked ice cream off the floor at Baskin Robbins. He made it to 23 so far. We're good. You know, I was horrified in the moment. My youngest got his head stuck in a salon chair while I was getting my hair cut. You know, he's fine. He's 17. This happened a long time ago. Welcome back to Adventure Parenting with Grace. I am Lori Donahue, and this is the Gospel Parenting Podcast, where we will walk with you through the joys of parenting and the most painful challenges so you can rise with courage, practical strategies, and hope to parent with purpose. So today we're here with Jennifer Thompson for the third and final session of the Single Parenting Journey. Today she talks about the struggle with identity as a single parent and how she dealt with struggles with her son's father. She also wraps up with some great wisdom and some great humor. If you haven't heard the previous two podcasts, go back and listen to podcast number 15 and 16. So let's hop into the conclusion with Jennifer and the single parenting journey. Sometimes our identity comes in our situation or who we are or what can we what we can do or if we're a single parent, or not a parent, or there's just a lot of ways that we can see ourselves in life. What do you think about identity? And when someone wants to point to you, or you want to point to yourself, and say, you are a single mom, and give you judgment in that, how do you handle that? I mean, the identity piece of your life as it is. Do you have any words about that? Yeah, your identity comes from Christ. Mm. The rest is a title. You know, mom is a title. Um, your profession, it's a title. That's not your identity. Mm-hmm. It's not who you are. It's what you do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my identity comes from Christ. I'm his. If I make a mistake, God doesn't go, oh, well, you know, that's it. He says, try it again, this time with me. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. I think that's really important. Condemnation, that's stuff you can't change. Mm -hmm. That somebody's going, you should fix it. Well, I can't, you know. Conviction is something from the Holy Spirit telling you, you need to change this. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And so kind of differentiating between when somebody's telling you something negative, is it something I could change? If it is, okay. If it's not, I don't want to hear it, you know. Yeah. Sometimes people can provide conviction for you that maybe goes against God's word. So... Yeah, that's definitely you shouldn't listen to that. I like what you said about identity. I like the fact that we are his and that is what's important. Yeah, it's um, it doesn't matter what other people label you as those are titles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you don't want to give yourself a title as an identity. It's not. Those are two different words. <laughs> right. That's really good. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you as the sole provider, how do you see your role as mother, father? Do you have to do it all or that's got to be tough? Yeah, I am a mother. I'm not a father. Yeah, the happy Father's Day to all the single moms. I see that on social media. No, don't say it to me. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm not a man. Single mothers are not men. God fills that void. We do not. We don't need the pressure either to be a father. God did not make us fathers. Mm. 
And kids, if you say, oh, I'm a mother and a father, kids will still feel that void and then get the wrong idea of what father should be. And I'm speaking as a single mother. The same goes for telling a father, happy Mother's Day, you're doing everything. They are doing everything, but it doesn't make them a mother, you know. I, I have to do everything in my home, but it doesn't make me a father. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Find good role models, youth leaders. Mm-hmm. My oldest, his dad was not involved. And so he clung to his youth leaders, not his peers. You know, can I go swimming? Sure. And then I find him down there with the youth leader swimming. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. um, maybe one of the friends would come too, but that's who he wanted to hang out with. My youngest, not so much. He didn't see that need. Mm-hmm. because he did sometimes see his dad. And so mm-hmm. he didn't connect that well with his youth leaders. But if you feel that your kids are lacking, fill that void with God, fill that void with either male or female role models, whatever's lacking. Mm-hmm. It's not you, you can't be both. Right. I'm not yeah. a boy and a girl. I am a girl. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's such a good point. It's pressure. It really, it's not always encouragement. It's, it's pressure, whether you're giving it to yourself or somebody's giving it to you. I have to do both. Yeah. I can't teach my kids how to be men. I can tell them, but I can't model it. Right. I'm not a man. Right. Right. So I don't think everyone realizes that there's a lot more that goes into being a mother or being a father than just doing everything. Right. You know? Right. You have to be able to model some things that you weren't built to model. Right. <laughs> Right. So how do you deal with conflicts with your son's father? Or maybe you don't have conflicts. Um, we did. And now we're just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. he lives his life. I live mine. We kind of have a my house, my rules, your house, your rules mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. um, we definitely don't play back and forth. That is something that I nipped in the bud immediately. Mm-hmm. Um well, you, it never started. What it do you was, mean by play back and forth? If you don't like it, go here. If you don't like it, go there, you know, mm. or this one does this and over here it's different. When I was pregnant with my oldest, and this has always stuck with me and it's something I will always tell people, I witnessed a man who had been raised by a single mother and the father was out of the picture. He never met, he didn't know him. He doesn't remember anything about him, right? So for the first time, he's meeting him in his 20s, mid 20s. And his mom had told was very honest and open, you know, this is why, you know, he's out of the picture, all the awful things that he had done. And when he met his father for the first time, he went back and told his mom, you're a liar. You know, Mm. he's cool. He's not horrible, you know, because he Mm. was rebelling himself. And so he was clinging to the rebellious parent that he just met that was doing all these horrible things that he was like, yeah, me too, you know, but that backfired on the mom. Mm. And in Mm. that, when I was watching this go down, I was like, I will never say anything bad to my kids about their parent, you know, because Mm -hmm. it will, even if it's true, everything that that mom had told her son about the courts kept him away. She didn't, you know, but Mm -hmm. it came back. You kept me away from my dad, you know? No, she didn't. The courts did. (laughs) And he later realized it. But I don't want my child to come to a rebellious moment and turn on me for something that I told them that was true. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if it's true. And so, um, yeah, I never wanted to be in that position. So I never said anything bad about my child's other parent. That is not easy when you've got a four-year-old who's been invited to his cousin's birthday party by his dad. And he sits on the stairs with his 
little toy backpack that he's packed up with things he wants to show his cousins or whatever. And he sits there for three, four hours. Where is he? And then you, and then you call your child's aunt and say, I thought, you know, your brother was going to come pick him up and take him. Aren't you guys having a birthday party? Yeah, he's here, but he's been here for hours and he's drunk now. He's not getting in a car. What do you say to your child when they ask, why isn't he coming? Is he coming? Mm-hmm. but you bite your tongue. I don't know, mm-hmm. but let's do something else. Mm-hmm. You know full well why he's not coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, wow. you, could, you could bad mouth the other parent. You know, mm-hmm. why? That doesn't make your child go, oh, I'm going to be on your side. All they see is they were left. Mm-hmm. They were forgotten. They were ditched. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make them like you more. Right. It doesn't make them like their other parent less. They feel an even bigger void. Mm. So, yeah, when there's conflict with the other parent, do not talk to your children about it Mm -hmm. um, or don't talk about it in front of them. Mm -hmm. Don't try to get the kids on your side. They don't love you if they do this. They don't love you if they spend time with that person instead of you. Mm. What? (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. I've witnessed right. that. Don't do it. So yeah, I, I might have emailed my ex-husband, you know, when my son told me things and said, hey, what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. we'll argue in an email maybe, yeah. <laughs> but um, my son doesn't know that. Right. Right. And I won't tell him your dad's wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, this is how we do things in my house. Yeah. If you want to do it at his house, you go over there. Right. Right. So yeah, learning to bite your tongue is very important. Choose your battles and it's going to hurt. Taking, taking the higher road is going to hurt because Mm -hmm. you know things that you can't say or that you choose not to say, Yeah. but it's better. Right. Yeah. My oldest does not know. I never told him anything with his dad as an adult. He has learned things on his own, Mm -hmm. but it didn't come from me. It's so important. You you can't. You can't do that to your child. Yeah. Yeah. That's very wise. You know, something I'm thinking of too, uh, your kid's going to get hurt over at their house. Your kid's going to get hurt at your house. Do not blame the other parent for an accident. Mm. I've witnessed that too. Well, it wouldn't have happened at my house. Well, your kid gets hurt at Disneyland. Are you going to, you know, well, it wouldn't have happened if they were home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Any ill will you hold for another person, Mm -hmm. um, just leave it there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Understand your, your kids are, they are going to experience different things in different homes. Mm -hmm. Um, accidents happen. They're not on purpose and it's, it's not always from negligence. Kids trip and fall. (laughs) Exactly. So, Yeah. yeah. That's good. Thank you. So everybody has frustrations, but I think there's some really unique frustrations for a single mom. Do you have a word for the moms out there listening that might be just in the throes of so much frustration, so much sadness, all the emotions that come wrapped up, and they might be earlier in the the walk where their kids are little and just have so many questions. Do you have a word for them? Yeah, God uses all things not just good things. The Bible doesn't say God uses good things for the good of those who are. It says he uses all things, mm. even the bad things that falls under all. You can look back and go, oh, God used that horrible in the moment, but 
wow, look what he's done since then. I'm learning now to try and see it in the moment instead of panicking. Okay, mm-hmm. what's going on here? And, and how do I go forward instead of, ah, you know, this yes. is horrible. Get me out of here. Yes. <laughs> it takes a village. You got to find yours. You have to. If you're not in church, you got to get in one. You need a small group. You need to live life with people. Mm-hmm. It's so important. You have to recognize the void in your life. Mm-hmm. I talked about the void in your kid's life, fill it with God. You have to recognize a void in your life and fill it with God as well. You're not supposed to be enough. All this, you're enough. You're No, you're not. Yeah. Nobody, not even married people, they're not enough. You have to recognize the void and you have to fill it with God. Mm-hmm. Food banks, when you're when you're frustrated, food banks, church help, friends, prayer groups, small groups, counseling, all those are available. Mm-hmm. Use them. Volunteer. Teach your kids to help. Then when you're overwhelmed, you well, you know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Or they might do it on their own because they become helpful when you when you volunteer. Churches have things that they'll do with people, you know different ministries, take your kids along. I remember my kid washing cars. He had signed up for a a serve day after he had, he's in a cast. He had just gotten a cast put on his arm. He signed up for the one to wash cars. (laughs) What in the world? (laughs) He's out there washing cars. It was a plastic bag, I hope, over his arm. Yeah, yeah, because he had learned to be involved Mm -hmm. at church. And don't be discouraged when things look positive on social media with everyone else and your life is in crumbles. I can guarantee you there is a mom out there who has posted something nice and in the background, she's probably sick on the toilet and in the background, her teenager is yelling at her to come make him dinner, fully capable <laughs> of doing it himself. Yeah, yeah. Being sick and frustrated is a horrible combination. Yeah. And you won't see that. So don't don't compare when you're frustrated. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's everybody. Find humor in things. If you can, not everything's funny. Mm-hmm. I laugh at things I probably shouldn't. But <laughs> <laughs> you will make it. Your kids will make it. My oldest licked ice cream off the floor at Baskin Robbins. He made it to 23 <laughs> so far. We're good. You know, I was horrified in the moment. My youngest got his head stuck in a salon chair while I was getting my hair cut. You know, he's fine. He's 17. This happened a long time ago. You know, one of my kids puked on the other in the middle of the night. And I woke up to someone screaming, I'm blind. (laughs) And the other one hurt. These things will happen. And in the moment, it's like total terror. You know, what do I do? And later you have to laugh. Good grief. Well, while wearing a heart monitor after I just had my youngest, trying to figure out some stuff that was going on with me, I had picked up my oldest from his cousin's house and they told me that he'd been throwing up. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, cars. Sorry, if, if you're queasy, you know, plug your ears. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember, you know, took him home and he was fine. And then later he was turning like gray. So I, nothing's open at night. I went to the ER. He passed out in the bushes outside the ER. I'm wearing a heart monitor. I just had a baby C-section. You're not supposed to be carrying one of those baby carriers. It's too heavy. What do you do? I I hobbled into the ER and was like, my kid's in the bushes outside. Can you get a wheelchair? (laughs) These these things will happen and you'll have these overwhelming times, Mm -hmm. but you will make it, you know, so far I've made it Mm -hmm. not without tons of scars and bumps and bruises, but Mm -hmm. God has got me through. He's surrounded me with people. Messes will happen. 
your house will be messy and it's okay. Good grief. I remember opening up the pantry one time. There's goldfish in the bottom of it. I'm tired. I'm tired of cleaning. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I'm mad. Who left this mess? And my little probably four-year-old, I knew he'd done it. (laughs) And I was at my wits end and I why? Where did the goldfish come from? You know, this lady came in with a bulldozer and dropped them all over. <laughs> that was his story. A lady with a bulldozer dropped goldfish in the bottom of the pantry. <laughs> do you get mad at the lying or do you go, oh my gosh, the creativity of this child, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, when you're frustrated and you're doing this alone, you've got to find the humor in it. I'm not saying laugh when you should discipline, but laugh later, please. It it will get you through so much. Yeah. And you'll you'll learn as you go. My kids used to complain about we don't have fruit in the house. We always have to go to the store. Well, you eat it so fast. I thought I was awesome going and getting fruit at Costco. Guess how many pears in that huge thing that they ate from the fridge? Not one. Oh. <laughs> they, they ate pears every single day. But then when I got them from Costco and there was a huge thing of it in the fridge literally not one was eaten before they all went bad and rotted out. Oh no. I never got fruit at Costco again. That was my learning moment. Yeah. yeah. So there's so many things that you'll learn along the way and it's okay. Soak it all in. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still learning. My kids are older and I'm still learning things mm-hmm. and you have to do it like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This Taylor Kalmus, he goes by dude dad on Facebook and Instagram and wherever he just posted something recently. Um, he's got three kids and they were announcing their fourth and he was talking about chaos. Mm. And he said, chaos is not always a bad thing. Chaos is my oldest son trying to teach my youngest son how to walk. Chaos is my daughter trying to read a story to my baby, even though she doesn't know how to read, you know, chaos is, uh, shoes all by the front door. Chaos is a fridge full of messy artwork. Yeah. And I'm like crying watching this going, oh, such a good reminder. <laughs> yeah, that is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Chaos yeah. is, it is what it is. And you know, the kids' choices, if they are making choices and you're like, I didn't teach them that, it is not a reflection of your parenting. Mm-hmm. Don't get bogged down in guilt. Mm-hmm. Don't right. do it. Um, you raise them how you raise them. If there's some things that you needed to change, you can't change it. You know, now it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Just you can make- correct it. Mm-hmm. But if it's something you've never taught them, it is not a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Well, I love ending with that summary of all the things that wisdom has taught you. Jen, I thank you so much. You have been such a bright spot this morning. And <laughs> I am so thankful that you shared with us. I just pray for you that you come to just watch your kids become adults and carry all the things that you have taught them in their lives and their endeavors. So thank you for being here. And I just pray that you've been able to help some of our folks out there who might be struggling. You're welcome. Thank you so much for asking me. I really like the way Jen shared from her heart. And I truly believe that so much of what she shared isn't just for single moms, but for all of us. And for that, I thank you, Jen. For those of you that want to dive a little deeper and have more conversation, I encourage you to sign up for our Zoom chats, and I'll leave the link below in the show notes. And also just a reminder about Discipline with Dignity, the video course that I wrote and is available to you. I'm also 
leaving the link to that in the show notes as well. And don't forget that with the Discipline with Dignity course, you get two months free of the Zoom chat. So thanks for being here today. And remember, have a great week and remember to rest in the Lord this week. Mm -hmm.